1: So with the new year came a lot of new changes, including a new president at Purdue. Mitch Daniels no longer presiding. What does that mean for the future, and how does that affect things with the vision at IUPUI? Tony Katz, so good to be with you, 93 WIBC. Gary Dick joins us from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB, Gary Dick on the line. And uh, the first, let's talk the switchover. The Mitch Daniels era is over. Sum it up for us. And then what is this new era? What do they expect it to bring?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, so and happy New Year, first of all, Tony, uh, to you. And uh, I, Meng Chang, the new president at Purdue, summed it up. He said this transition is going from Harley-Davidson to Haagen-Dazs. That's how that's how he described it. Mitch, of course, a big uh, motorcycle enthusiast. Uh, Monk Chang uh, is uh, is an interesting guy. We had him on the show this week, uh, this weekend, actually, his first interview since taking over as Purdue president one week ago. Uh, and he has a very definite um, thought in terms of his vision, in particular for IUPUI and Purdue's role uh, in Indianapolis. He headed up uh, the School of Engineering uh, at Purdue for several years. He uh, ascended to the presidency. Uh, he's, he's an immigrant, immigrated from uh, China through Hong Kong as a college student. He talked about the value of education and how that can be uh, be uplifting. But really interesting to me is his vision for Purdue in Indianapolis. He said that will not be a regional campus for Purdue. It's going to be a core part of our main West Lafayette campus. He sees it as an opportunity to train and to educate thousands uh, of students in, in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and, and math, and help fuel the economy in particular in central Indiana and throughout the state. And he also talked about, Tony, this vision for a 63-mile heart tech corridor that would be that would be stretching from downtown Indianapolis and Purdue's presence, uh, presence in downtown Indy through the Leap Innovation Park in Boone County where Lilly is building two plants all the way up to Discovery Park. In West Lafayette, microelectronics, aviation, uh, a number of areas that Purdue's very strong in. So he has uh, he has quite a vision uh, for Purdue, and he's hit the ground
1: running. You know, you talk about uh, this IUPUI campus being a part of Purdue. It's hard to get your head around that, because what we've seen from IUPUI is that this is a very IU campus, not a very Purdue campus. So what is what is the plan? How does that happen? And how does this idea of hard tech corridor is high tech or hard tech? All right. There's a question there. How does that get played out?
0: Yeah, well, a great question, and and your 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 comment on on IUPUI as it has been constituted, I think, is an accurate run. It's been it's been really viewed as much more of an IU campus. I think the IU piece uh, in uh, in downtown Indianapolis is going to change and become more robust. They've talked about a technology corridor of some sort that they uh, certainly want to be a part of. Uh, but going forward, I think both universities recognize. The presence in Indianapolis, the connection to the business community, the urban uh, university and and all of the things that 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 can offer uh, to students, through internships and a variety of of things as a real opportunity. You know, Purdue talks about their enrollment uh, has been so strong on the West Lafayette campus. They view this as an opportunity to grow enrollment in a significant way uh, in downtown Indianapolis. And then this quote unquote hard tech. What is hard tech? It's technology, it's, it's things you can touch and feel, the microelectronics, advanced manufacturing, aviation, uh, and aerospace technology, all those types of high-tech uh, industries, uh, if you will, uh, leveraging Indiana's ability to make things. You know, we're a maker state. And uh, the, the thought is, the thought process is that synergy coming together with IU and Purdue in Indianapolis with a greatly enhanced Uh, presence in downtown Indy, connecting with the business community. I mentioned Lebanon and Boone County, this big uh, technology park, uh, innovation park that's coming to life. Two Eli Lilly and Company manufacturing plants there. Uh, The ag biosciences uh, is another area that's a real uh, focus of this quarter. That would go on up to Purdue University and Discovery Park, uh, where there are a couple of big uh, microchip companies that have recently announced uh, several billion dollars of investment there. So it's a it's a it, it's a big picture uh, vision, but it's one that uh, that Munching and Purdue uh, thinks uh, can uh, can put Indiana on the map.
1: Talking to Gary Dick of InsideIndianaBusiness.com dot com on Twitter at IIB. Uh, We've got the governor with the state of the state. I believe that's taking place uh, tomorrow. Uh, We know that economic development is on the list. Education is on the list. But exactly to what extent are they on the list? What are you hearing from the governor's office? What can we expect to hear?
0: Well, we'll hear more. I think uh, most people have have suggested this is his most ambitious uh, legislative agenda—the the, the most ambitious, ambitious he has put forward uh, in his time as governor, billion plus for K-12 education, um, uh, public health funding, uh, public safety. I you know he wants to increase the starting wage for uh, state troopers. On the economic development side, last year, the IEDC, Indiana Economic Development Corporation, said that, uh, they had about $22.2 billion in commitments. Now, these haven't happened yet, but but commitments from companies to expand here. They want to double down. The governor wants to double down on this this READY program that had $500 million, largely from the federal government and COVID-related funding, that uh, funding these projects all over the state of Indiana, and as we travel around the state, we hear from communities, they want more of this because it's money coming from the state that is leveraged as much as four to one with private sector investment in those communities to do projects ranging from, from trails and quality of life in Terre Haute, for example, there's a parking garage associated with the convention center that could attract two new uh, hotels uh, there, projects all over the state. So there's going to be a real push to get another around $500 million uh, in ready funding. And I should mention quickly on the economic development side, uh, Tony, there's this uh, there's a proposal for a deal closing fund and also another fund to help acquire land uh, around the state of Indiana for economic development. So uh, in in a big way, I think doubling down on economic development uh, in this session.
1: You make mention uh, over there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com that according to uh, Mm Realtor.com, Fort Wayne, Lafayette, West Lafayette, South Bend, some of the hottest, hottest housing markets in the country. Does that uh is is that part of our uh, sales technique? Guys, look, people are moving here cuz the jobs are here. You should bring more jobs here cuz people are moving here. It's, you know, it's the self-fulfilling prophecy. Do we do we see that kind of movement?
0: Well, we had Greg Cooper, a realtor on the show this weekend, and, and he, he talked about the fact that, you know, you look at the national headlines, California, I think, is off almost 50 percent uh, from a housing standpoint. Their, their market is tanking. Not the case necessarily here in Indiana. In fact, he sees the Indiana housing market kind of balancing itself. There was, you know, very low uh, inventory, tough to get, find uh, places. That's becoming uh, kind of coming more in line with uh, with the market here in Indiana. Uh, he expects that that the um, uh, mortgage rates uh, are going to perhaps uh, level off, and you know, have gone up precipitously. He views you mentioned Fort Wayne, uh, West Lafayette, South Bend, Elkhart, three of the top 20 markets in the country. So there's an expectation that the housing market will be uh, will be okay this year. I should mention one other thing though. When you talk about housing and affordable housing, that is a big issue. Around the state, when it comes to economic development, I mentioned those ready grants. A lot of the ready grant money is going into building or helping to build housing developments, work as what's so called workforce housing. Some of these smaller communities, in particular, they, they are trying to attract businesses, but they don't have the housing for the workers uh, to live in. So that's, uh, that's another issue we're seeing around the state.